The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about mindfulness, harmony, and balance. Can we find peace, harmony, and balance in our lives? Yes, we can. We can learn how to practice mindfulness, which can help to reduce stress and improve our mental health and therefore give us peace and harmony. Joining us is Dr. Kelly Curtsy, a holistic psychotherapist and CEO of Creative Wellness Solutions. She will talk about her latest book, Word Medicine, and give us mental wellness tips on creating harmony, healing, and balance in our lives. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks-Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks-Bright. So how are you, my Hi. dear? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing, doing fine. We got a little That's sunshine good. in Ohio. I know. I know. But, <laughs> you know, it snowed last weekend, and so we're getting a little bit of a reprieve, but I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I heard we're getting a little bit more snow this weekend. Really? Is it ever going to end? Oh my lord! I hope so. I hope so too. I want to see your. I want to see your beautiful flowers. That's what I look forward to when I pass by the doe house and those beautiful flowers in the back that you have landscaped. Yeah. Well, we got to talk to that. What's his name? The groundhog. What's his name? I know. Didn't you say six more weeks from February the second or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, and it's going on and Never on. Lie. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my but we are yeah. here. We are here, right? Yes, we are. We are. We are. We are. We are here. Now, this is episode 229, 229. Can you believe that, D? It's amazing. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Yes, 229. And so today we talk about mindfulness, harmony, um, balance in our lives how uh, we can do those things. Well, the question is asked, how can we, you know, have harmony? How can we have peace and balance in our lives? And so behavior experts suggest that we practice mindfulness and take time for just ourselves every day, make it a requirement, live life more deliberately in the moment, stop analyzing our past and worrying about our future and make choices and decisions that feel good. I know, I know it's hard for us to release that stress from our lives and live a life of freedom and fulfillment because like we always say, there's always something, always something. But the goal is for us to learn how to handle or avoid stressful situations so that we can have balance and harmony in our lives, but most importantly, so that we can maintain our health and our well-being. Research suggests that practicing mindfulness can help reduce stress, improve our mental health, and give us peace and harmony in our lives. And so joining us today is Dr. Kelly Curtsy, a holistic psychotherapist and CEO of Creative Wellness Solutions and creator of TMR, Transformational Movement and Reflection. She is also an author of two poetry books, her latest, Word Medicine and Poetry, Prose, and Miscellaneous Musings. She is with us today to discuss the importance of mental wellness and to give us tips on how we can practice mindfulness to create harmony, healing, and balance in our lives. And so what do you say to that, Dee? So looking forward to that. And as you know, as we have gone into this COVID pandemic, that whole mindfulness and de-stressing thing has been critical. So I'm, I'm anxious to hear her today. Yes, it's going to be a great show. 
And so, folks, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It's all about health and fitness. Vicky Doe Fitness on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on any of the platforms that you listen to your podcast. When you subscribe, you will be notified first when we post a new show. You will also be able to listen, learn, and experience our shows where we bring in great guests and talk about the things that are important for our health and our well-being and our community. And as you know, we do not just talk about physical health. We talk about other things that we can do, all the things that we can do to preserve our mental health as well. We believe in total well-being, having a holistic approach to healthy living. So make sure, make sure guys, you do not miss any of our shows. Go ahead and subscribe today. And last but not least, go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review for this show because that is how we grow and increase our listeners and we appreciate you. Listen folks, before I talk about anything else, I want you to stop depending on willpower and motivation alone to help you lose those stubborn pounds. Right now, even myself, you know, we're coming out of uh, uh, being in uh, hibernation with the winter months. And so we might have gained a couple of pounds or two. But (laughs) a couple of times, a two, a four, a four, don't you know, right? (laughs) So we can't, you know, just depend on the motivation and all that, because quite frankly, I mean, a lot of us are not merely motivated, but... You know, how many how many people think about it, D? How many people get up and say, Woo, I am motivated today to no, lose those that. pounds? No, uh uh-uh. no. no. <laughs> so you can't depend no. on willpower and motivation alone. You have to no. learn how to, you know, create holistic and sustainable lifestyle habits that will give you lasting results. And, you know, I always talk about get back to healthy living because, yeah, we do stray. I stray. But then I got to get back to all of those sustainable and lifestyle habits so that I can get results. And so uh, we can help you folks. We can help you to do that. I'm giving you the opportunity to go ahead and enroll in our Vicido Fitness, our step-by-step weight loss Bootcamp Masterclass is our online 12-week comprehensive weight loss coaching program that embraces the holistic approach to sustainable, healthy lifestyle habits for weight loss and long-lasting transformation. Now, this program has all the necessary components to help you attain the results that you need. It has exercise training with our personal training health fitness coaching app. It has health and nutrition education. Healthy eating sample menus are in this program. Social support and accountability. And so I want you guys to right now, I want you to go to www.vickydofitness.com forward slash crush. And there you will find out more about weight loss, wellness strategies, about this program. And this is a free schedule on demand master um, class webinar that you can listen to so that you can find out more about our step-by-step weight loss bootcamp master class. And so register for the free webinar and I will definitely see you there. And as always, what do we say, D? Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Well, D, like I said, the one and only, the one and only Professor Wayne M. Smith is here. <laughs> Side of the planet. Okay. Good. Up here in Ohio, right? <laughs> Ohio, yes, yes. I saw him on Facebook uh, yesterday. You know, getting getting ready to get some moves on. Yes, he's getting ready to get some moves on, and he 
Um, he took a picture. Yeah, that was on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's teaching my dance class. Well, class is actually this week at Kent State University. And so okay. I am so grateful that he comes up because he does a stellar, outstanding job. And we just enjoy him, you know. <laughs> I bet the students love him. Oh, the students love him. Yes, they do. He's the, I always tell him and he looks at me all side eye, but he's the goat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> he's the goat yeah. of movement dance yeah. uh dance education all that improv you name it he's the master teacher he can teach it mm-hmm. he can teach mm-hmm. it the jazz the modern mm-hmm. contemporary the uh hey some west african he can teach hey yeah. a little yeah. bit of everything and he's the goat yeah he is the goat and so I'm just happy that he's here and he's done things with with us, with Vicky Doe Fitness, with Mindful Movement. Remember? Yes, I do remember that. Yep. Yes. And everybody loved him and they kept asking for him to come and do that again. So we're going to we're planning right now for a healthy heart, healthy living. But this year we're going to do it online. We're going to make it a online summit. And then the following year will go in person for it 2023 but this year 2022 we're going to do our healthy well healthy heart healthy living online he will it be virtual professor wayne the one and only wayne smith will be doing some mindful movements with us so stay tuned folks stay tuned folks Excellent. Yes, yeah, stay tuned, folks. So we have a lot in store for us this week because he's here with us this week. So how was your week, though? How was your week? Uh, my week, well, last week, last weekend I was on call. So that really wasn't that much fun. Although I have to admit the COVID cases are just dwindling to nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, we're happy about that. Praise God for that. Mm-hmm. And um, I did go to a, a concert at Gervasi's, um you know, the, the vineyard, the, the entertainment place in Canton, Ohio, and, and there was a, a concert of, of some members of the Canton Symphony. So that was really nice. You know, they had a, a, a like an hour concert, maybe hour, 15-minute concert with a violinist and a French horn player. They were couples. They were married. Okay. And they did some really, really interesting works and got a glass of wine and a cup of antipasto, which was really exciting. You know, I've never seen that. They gave you a cup of uh-huh. You know, salami, meats, and prosciutto, and cheeses, and olives, and stuff like that. So I thought it was a great idea and a great presentation okay. for something. Of that. I take that that idea for something else that I might have, or that we might have. I it's know. Interesting kind of way to just okay. kind of have a little snack while you're you're watching the concert. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That was good. That sounds good. Well, what is going on this week? Everything, Vicky. Everything. Flash, though. Flash. Before okay. we talk about okay. the next topic, Tyson's gonna play in the Masters. Really? He just announced it today. Now, there's a lot to be said on that on a lot of levels, but he just was in an automobile accident a year ago and had a compound fracture. So, you know, I hope he's not stressing things for some whatever reason. That's a lot, playing 72 holes of golf, I think is what it ultimately is. That's a lot, Vicky, and I'm not oh, a golfer. That's a lot. That's a lot. What is it in his back that got injured, Tiger Woods, his back? And he's had, he's had multiple back surgeries. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck to him, right? As they say, we will see. But, you know, they showed a picture on Facebook today Wherever he is, it's like the Pied Piper, and he was only practicing today, Vicky, and it was it was packed, huh? Oh wow, yeah. I guess mama. he's he's bringing excitement back to golf too. You never know. He is, and that money back, you know, which the golf. Let's face it, Tiger brought money, brought people who were hadn't even didn't have the remotest interest in golf to come back and to come and look at golf. Yes, he so did. He was a huge draw. Yes. And so I get it. I just hope he doesn't, you know, mess up his body in the process. I know. But, you know, you know, with all of those guys that train from since they were, I think he was three out there hitting balls and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's in their blood. They can't give it up. Yeah. They can't. Like he's, you know, 
he was in a tournament about two months ago, a month ago, with his little boy, Sam, I think is his name, or whatever it is. I can't remember his name, son's name, but mm-hmm. they were in a tournament together, and the little boy is becoming another little tiger. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's cute. Well, we shall see. We shall see, huh? We shall see. So that was the flash for today. That's the flash. Well, this is National Minority Health Month, and the, the title this year will be Give Your Community a Boost. And so the um, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health and its partners are highlighting the importance, the important role individuals and organizations can play in helping to reduce health disparities and improve the health of racial and ethnic minority and American Indian Alaska Native communities. And so, as I was saying, the theme for this year's National Minority Health Month is Give Your Community a Boost. And so, the theme it focuses on the continued importance of COVID 19 vaccination, including the boosters, as one of the strongest tools that we can use to protect communities from COVID 19, which has disproportionately affected. Um, communities of color. And so the CDC data show that um, some racial and ethnic minority groups, particularly black or African-American, Hispanic or Latino and American Indian or Alaska Native people are at increased risk of getting sick, having more severe illness and dying from COVID-19. And so they're asking us to give your community a boost and to support the many other efforts happening in our communities across the country to advocate and to advance health equity. And so I'm sharing with you guys, our audience, if you want more information on how you can get involved, go visit the National Minority Health Month events page to view a list of upcoming events, download and share OMH's National Minority Health Month Toolkit. OMH stands for Office of Minority Health. Their toolkit for easy access to information. So go to www.minorityhealth.hhs.gov. I looked on this and I, I saw some things that were listed happening in Youngstown, D. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all of this, the different programs that they're having um, specifically focusing on, you know, minority health, they're listed, yeah, on this um, page, the National Minority Health Month event. So go, folks, and Take a look and participate, you know, spread the word. So what do you have to say oh, for that, D? Great. That's great and that it's happening right here in our own hometown. Great. Yeah. I saw two different times and events happening on that um, list. So I was like, okay, you know, yeah. we representing, Youngstown representing, huh? Northeast Ohio. Absolutely. Absolutely. We always try to do a health tip each episode. And so this help tip is found, it's called Born to Exercise. It's found in our idea fitness journal. Um, This is our fitness journal 2022. It goes out to the fitness professionals. And I wanted to share this with you because this is talking about this little update, research update is talking about genetics and how it impacts an individual's response to exercise. And therefore, we have the title, Born to Exercise. And so it says, if your clients train together in your small group sessions, and one complains that her buddy is building muscle mass faster, even though she's doing this exact same routine, you can explain that part of the reason for this may be genetics. At Jalea Ruskin University, researchers in Cambridge, England, identified 13 genes and associated alias as being responsible for how well the body reacts to cardiovascular fitness, muscular strength, 
and anaerobic power exercises. This finding suggests that in the future, genetic testing may allow exercise programs to be further refined. Researchers evaluated data from 3,012 adults ages 18 through 55. Investigators noted that genetic differences cause 44% of the variation in response to cardiovascular training and 10% of the differences in outcome from anaerobic power exercises. For strength training, genetic differences impacted as much as 72% of the variation in outcomes. Lead study author Henry Chang, PhD, explained that it should be possible to improve the effectiveness of an exercise regimen by identifying someone's genotype and then tailoring a specific training or program just for them. And so this study is available in PLOS 1 2021. I thought this was interesting because, yeah, you know, we always talk about genetics for personalized medicine, health care, and all of that. But yeah, it can be looked at. You can look at genetics and see how you respond two different exercise training. So yes, kudos. I can't wait to, to uh, really read more about research and genetics and exercise. Great. Well, you know, it's all going to probably end up ultimately about genetics, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. And designing. Run away from your- yeah. Right. Our genes, you know, we, at least it'll give us like a glimpse as to what we like, what we respond to, you know, so we won't be kind of guessing when we do, because we have to, you know, prescribe exercise and all of that. With nutrition, you got to, you know, talk about uh, foods. So certain people mm-hmm. respond differently to foods as uh-huh. well. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. like you yep. said, it's about genetics, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's about genetics, ultimately. Ultimately. Yes, yes. So you don't have any latest today, D, or just no. what? And I got my fourth vaccine on Saturday, so we'll see how that how that works. Uh, no problem. A little bit of, of arm soreness, but other than that, uh, you know, a few aches the next day, but really nothing. Okay. Really nothing. And you yeah, said so you said things I are like, going down. Oh yeah, the number of cases. I think we might have one patient in the hospital, and that was an incidental finding. So all the COVID floors have closed. Oh my, that's a good sign. Oh my goodness. 193 in three hospitals the begin beginning of January to no host to no patients, maybe one on April the sixth. So that's where we are. Oh wow, that's good news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is. That is good news. And your honey sweet, Dr. Doe, because we were following each other. And we were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. We were following each other. It would be it would be pulmonary, infectious diseases, and then renal. I mean, we were just like following each other's patients because we were all consulted on the same people. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah. When you don't feel good and you got a virus, things don't work right. They shut down. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> things don't work well. Yeah. So... Hey, look, we give our hats out to you guys. You are our heroes, the healthcare oh, workers. You. Yes, you. yes. Hopefully we see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe. I just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vikido Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology-based fitness wellness programs, initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, 
and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info at To find out more about our own site and online programs and services, go to vikidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we are talking about mindfulness, harmony, and balance in our lives. How can we balance? The question is asked. How can we, you know, balance and have harmony, you know, in our lives? We can. We can have those things, balance and harmony, if we learn to practice mindfulness. Because research has shown that practicing mindfulness can help reduce stress, improve our mental health, and give us peace and harmony. And so joining us today is Dr. Kelly Curtsy, a psychotherapist and CEO of Creative Wellness um, Solutions and author of her poetry books, Word Medicine and Poetry and Prose and Miscellaneous Musings. She is here with us to talk about mindfulness, mental wellness, and restoring our harmony and balance. Let's listen to our interview with Dr. Kelly Curtsy. Well, here with us today is Dr. Kelly Curtsy, a holistic psychotherapist. Dr. Kelly is the CEO of Creative Wellness um, Solutions and the creator of TMR, which is Transformational Movement and Reflection, a healing modality utilizing mindfulness uh, movement and meditation. She is the author of her latest poetry books, Word Medicine and Poetry, Prose, and Miscellaneous Musings. Dr. Kelly, or Dr. Kelly Curtsy, has been teaching, counseling, and consulting for more than 30 years. While a tenured professor at Malone University in Canton, Ohio, and during her years at the Cleveland Clinic Center for Integrative Medicine, Dr. Curtsy utilized sound therapy, drumming, narrative therapy, meditation, expressive arts, breathwork, hypnotherapy, music, and cognitive behavioral therapy to assist clients in bringing intentional wellness into their lives during times of societal stress and trauma. Now today, Dr. Curtsy will share her personal story with us and talk about the importance of mental health care. She will also give us tips on how we can practice mindfulness to create harmony, healing, and balance in life. So how are you, Dr. Kelly? What's going on? Well, I'm, I'm doing wonderful. I'm so happy to be here with you amazing doctors that are doing such great things in the world and so happy to have the opportunity to talk about mental wellness and holistic health. Okay, so Dee, what do you have to say? No, I welcome uh, Dr. Kirsty. I'm so um, happy that you're here and, you know, this whole thing is so important, this post-COVID thing and I think, you know, like me, you probably found your niche at this juncture with all the stuff that's going on post-COVID like I have. Who knew? Who knew? Right. Yes, who knew, right? <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's exactly. how it goes, right? That's how it goes. Today, I want you, Dr. Kelly, to start out and tell us your story and how you got involved, you know, in being who you are professionally and why you decided to devote your career to holistic um, psychotherapy. Hmm. Okay, so basically, I was born this way. I was born into a family that were talkers, that were communicators, that were social activists. Uh, my mom would have uh, rallies on our front porch with the council people and would express how we were suffering in our community. So I learned at an early age that that self-expression was critical, that when we didn't express ourselves in healthy ways, then there was a reaction. There was a going inward. There was an illness. There was a headache. There was a, a backache. So I, just by watching my mom and my dad, I began to learn early on that connection between 
those things that are held in our mind and how it impacts the body. I, I was just able to track that. I knew how my mom was feeling a little bit achier after she had an argument with someone or a heated discussion. So my radar was really set for that. I was attuned to it. And the other part that brought me into the profession was, again, from my family, I learned that you do not always have to get your healing from the doctor's office, that your healing wasn't always going to come from that prescription pad, that it can come from the prescription and it can come from the music and it can come from releasing your stress because you're, you're dancing or walking out in nature. My mother did that a lot. I had uh, really severe eczema as a young child and into my young adulthood. And my mother was very clear about the healing properties of nature. And she would sit a chair on the back porch and she would say, you have to come outside and sit in the sun. The sun's waiting to heal you. Mm. The sun's waiting to heal you. And I would really, uh, I would say, Mom, I don't want to. I don't want to go outside. She said, come on out. The sun is waiting for you. So she knew that once I got outside and once that sun hit me and then the vitamin D, she knew from the way she grew up that nature was our medicine, being in nature. When I was sad or upset, she would walk me to the park. We would walk to the park. So I've been a tree hugger all my <laughs> life, my, my whole life. You know? so, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's not new. And I also uh, had a, have a strong belief in the healing power of community. Mm-hmm. My mother and my great-grandmother were people that served as a bridge in the community. So if you didn't have a place to stay... You can stay at my great-grandmother's. And when my mother became an adult, she did the same thing. So often we would have borders. We would have people staying in our home until they could get on their feet. Mm-hmm. And we had, we had a gentleman named Pajo who was from West Africa. And Pajo taught us drumming. Mm-hmm. He would sit out and gather all the kids and show us how to beat the drum. And that was joy. Mm-hmm. That was that was joy. That lifted my energy. That made me happy. There was laughter and celebration around the drum. So things like that became my medicine. And the other piece that brought me to my profession is that my mother was a barber, and my dad owned a bar. Two professions huh. where people, yeah, people are talking, people are yeah. sharing, people right. are crying, <laughs> right? You know. So I witness that. I would sit at the end at the bar and, and listen to them counsel people and, and help people with their words. So I became you know, that. You're, you're so right. I was just thinking, um, Kelly, that um, those are two professions where people pour their hearts out. I mean, I think about the lady that, that's my manicurist. She probably knows my whole life more than anybody else, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, I always say I was destined to do what I do by birth. That's Where are you from originally? Yeah. Yeah, I was born and raised in Cleveland. Okay. Right on the east side. Yeah, right on the east side and in a bit of a challenging neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to be very creative, mm-hmm. to stay well, to stay safe, to stay sane, to stay on a, a good path. So, well, it's, mm-hmm. it's something how that when we come into this earth, you know, we might not know what we're going to be in the future, what our career will be. But a lot of times it works itself out, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really, it really does. I <laughs> honest, honestly, I, I was never a great student. I was probably the worst student. <laughs> I was, I, yeah, I was probably the least likely to succeed because I was always huh. trying to create a potion or I was staying up too late or, you know, I was working late at McDonald's and not thinking about school. I wasn't interested Uh in school. I just wanted to get out of school and join the Army and travel Mm. to Mm. be all that I could be. I would see those commercials (laughs) and, and I would just dream about all of those places that I could explore. And I 
I had a wonderful aunt. I still have her, thank goodness. Uh-huh. And she and her friends would travel the world. They would literally throw a dart at a map, and that would be their next destination. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so her trips, her trips and those trinkets that she would bring home for me, that opened up my world. So I was like, yes, I am going to graduate. I'm going to go in the Army, and I'm going to travel the world. And that's what I, yeah. Wow. That's what, yeah, yeah. But life uh, took me in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they say, life happens. <laughs> yeah, right. One of my neighbors mm-hmm. said, well, Kelly, I know you want to go in the Army, but how about if I take off work on a Saturday and I'll take you to visit any college that you want to go to? Uh-huh. And I said, I said, well, huh, I guess I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I had heard about this school that didn't have classes on Fridays. So I said, uh, how about Ohio Dominican? They don't have classes on Fridays. I, I think I can go there. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, talking about what a way to choose your career path. <laughs> no class yeah. on Friday. And I got I got accepted, and that was the beginning of okay. me on my academic path. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that school. It's a great school. It's it's a very, very good school. It's in Columbus, and, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's in Columbus. Yeah. And that, that connected me also with a lot of different healing modalities. Mm-hmm. So it was at Ohio Dominican where I met people from India that were, they were mm. meditating and they were chanting. And I, mm. I met people from Japan and they were earthing and doing nature baths and all of these places and people from South America that were using the, the drums for healing, just like I had learned about from Pajo, who had stayed at my house. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was just getting layered. I was getting layered with these are the things that you can do to bring healing to yourself and others. Well, that's, that's fascinating, actually, your, your um, beginnings and how you have evolved to who you are today. And so let's talk about the key components of holistic counseling and therapy. Well, the, the key components are really addressing the mind, body, and spirit of a person. So we're going beyond the traditional talk therapy where we want to know the thoughts and the behaviors. As a holistic therapist, I'm interested in what are the contents of your mind and also how are you moving your body? What is, what is your spiritual practices, if you have any? What are those things that you do with intention that helps to uh, lift up your soul? What are those things that come from your your culture, your environment, and I bring all that into session. I mean, when I was at Cleveland Clinic, my neighbor, my, my other uh, psychotherapist, well, they wouldn't be happy because I would have my clients drumming, dancing, doing yoga, doing breath work. So all of those things are components of holistic counseling. We're looking at the whole person mm-hmm. and we're looking at the whole uh, basket of modalities for healing. Okay. Oh, wow. That's different and that's good though, right? Yes. So even in these COVID days, mm-hmm. I, I have in my office here, I have rattles and I have drums and I have singing bowls and that still translates. That still translates really well in the virtual world. I still get my clients up doing yoga, doing shaking, doing movement, stretching. I still engage in those same modalities. And what I've learned is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether we're face to face, it doesn't matter whether we're over the telephone, it doesn't matter whether we're in a conference center that when we're in tune to each other, we're present. Our energies are present together. So as a holistic counselor, I think about ways for us both to come into the same energy together. Well, I guess my question is, does that take a lot from you? Well, you have to do it a lot with your clients. Is that, is that draining? You have to mm-hmm. recreate that so often. So I'll say this. Working as a psychotherapist, there's a high level of burnout. 
And yeah. many, right, many, many therapists over this pandemic time have been in severe distress. I say every good counselor needs a counselor. So I have my counselor on speed dial so that I have a place to decompress. And I'm fortunate mm-hmm. because the person that I work with, she works with people the way I work with people. Very mm-hmm. holistic, very mm-hmm. holistic. And also, I speak a lot about self-care and mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Those are practices that I use in my daily life. So mm-hmm. what, I'm te- what I'm teaching is what I'm living. There's mm-hmm. no difference. There, there's no difference. I'm the same, I'm the same person. So I got to go downstairs and beat my big drum. I have to go mm-hmm. put my feet in the earth. I have to be doing my journaling, listening to some music, shaking it out. So to prevent burnout and simply to attend to my mind, body, and spirit, I have to live what I teach and what I facilitate. All right. Yeah. Well, let's move on then to what uh, mindfulness, because, you know, we always talk about mindfulness and it's, it's almost like a buzzword now. But what exactly does uh, mindfulness mean and how does practicing mindfulness affect our mental well-being? So mindfulness is a form of meditation and mindfulness meditation is bringing yourself completely to the moment that you're experiencing and suspending judgment. So you bring yourself to this present moment and you notice this moment. You notice the fullness of this moment without any judgment whatsoever. So you can be sitting in your room and you take a look around your room and you notice your curtains in your kitchen there. You notice the color of your table. You might see a stack of papers. But instead of you beating yourself up over it, You just notice it, that I'm aware of this. I am here now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So mindfulness is something that we can do in our daily life on a regular basis. So if you're in your car driving, you become aware of how your hands feel on the steering wheel, the texture, the temperature. You become aware of how you feel as your body is resting in that seat. So that's a mindful way of being. But most of the time, we're rushing or we're distracted. Right. But we're the opposite. We're the opposite of mindful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know because we always have things and thoughts coming in our... <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just, just like if you're driving, you know, we're, you were just talking about this rushing. Sometimes I don't remember that, you know, I'm thinking, well, I passed this, but I wasn't even mindful of the stop sign that I stopped at yeah. or the stoplight right. that I was at. It, it was just, you know, you, you get to a point and you're like, oh, my God, I got here and I don't remember all the stops and things that I passed. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And and really, uh, what you just described was that trance state that we so easily go in and out of probably about between 80 and 85% of the day. We're in a trance oh, wow. state on automatic pilot. Wow. Yeah. And so we are engaging in behaviors and actions that are programmed into our unconscious. So we're operating because it's in our operating system, not because we are fully conscious of what we're doing. Okay. Wow. Wow, that's so true. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm going to just give another example of how you drive home uh, and you get in your driveway and you go, gosh, I got here so fast. How did I? How did I get home so fast? My goodness! Right, right, yeah. Because you're and it's completely the same route that you've taken every day. But you're like, oh my god, I got so fast. Right. Everything is a blur. Everything is yeah. a blur. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how can I create space in my life for higher, for consciousness, for greater awareness? So doing things with greater awareness. So instead of eating one potato chip and see them, I'm, I'm stepping into uh, Dr. Doe's territory here eating one potato chip and the next thing you know you're you didn't already got to the bottom of the bag the bag you know, the bag you're like how did, right and you're like how did i how did i do that well we, that's tramp eating yes that's mindless eating huh that's, that's yeah. right that's that's right yeah so well, you know we don't, dr kelly mm-hmm. uh, this, this covid pandemic 
hygienic thing, which I started out a little bit, you know, certainly has affected our mental wellness. And I don't, we won't even know the effects of this for longer than I'll be alive. But how, how would you say it's affected your practice and your clients? And, you know, I remember the, the famous comment of Dr. Fauci who said that the COVID epidemic, pandemic, took a scab off of an, you know, an unpleasant situation of healthcare disparities. So... Do you find that we as a black community are reaching out post-COVID, or is it the same, or what's wrong with us? Well, you know, it, it's our social, cultural conditioning that we need to keep our business to ourselves, that counseling is still something that's a little bit taboo, or maybe it's just for white people, or I don't need counseling because I have Jesus. And COVID has revealed the critical need for taking care of our mind, for mm-hmm. taking care of our emotional health. It put us in a place where we were in a box with ourselves and our thoughts. And it was like a slow simmering in these pandemic times of issues. So, so much was simmering and bubbling to the top. So if somebody was already anxious, the anxiety increased. If somebody was already depressed, the depression increased. Or people started to realize, oh, my gosh, I'm not just having a bad day. I'm, I'm depressed. I, mm-hmm. I, saw the, I saw the symptoms, the list on, on, the, on the TV or in that article. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. are realizing that, gosh, I'm not, I'm not well. And this pandemic has helped me to see. It has mm-hmm. highlighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have definitely seen more and more people reach out for therapy. I have seen more people of color speak out about their own therapy. They, yeah, I go see my counselor every week or, hey, hmm. do you know a counselor I can see? Mm-hmm. It's starting to become more of a conversation. And people seem to have more courage now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I want to be well because the incidence of black people committing suicide is on the rise, mm. is, is on the rise. And I do not believe that that is lost on people in the black community. Yeah. And so people are trying to do things, help themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're right, because that's something that we used to always say, well, we don't do that. You know, we don't commit suicide, you know, kind of thing. Right, right. And if you did, it was always hush-hush and definitely hush-hush. Exactly. And so we're trying to move to a place where it's normalized, and not just normalized, but therapy can look like so many different <laughs> things. So it's almost like let's decolonize therapy. Mm-hmm. I, I can't use, it's like I'm not Freud. I don't want to be Freud. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, so the different modalities that I use is what I do. It comes from mm-hmm. who I am and my lived mm-hmm. experiences and, and my and my travel. So when people mm-hmm. come into therapy, they find out, oh, it's not just about telling everything in your life. It's about moving. It's mm-hmm. about breathing. It's about stretching. Mm-hmm. It's about mm-hmm. hugging a tree. That it looks different than what people thought. And then everybody's different as well, too, how they respond to therapy, what's going on with them. So it would look different, huh? Absolutely. And I think the other thing that helps people feel more comfortable is that they don't have to walk into a strange person's office. Mm. They just get to, yeah. they, right? They get to go into their car. Or they get to go mm-hmm. into their bedroom and close the door and be with things that they feel comfortable with in an environment that they feel comfortable in. It becomes easier mm-hmm. because the stigma is left. I, I don't have to go sit in the waiting room and everybody looking at me, oh, she's crazy, he's crazy. Right. Nope. Right? right? It helps to destigmatize right. it. Yeah. So with that then... I saw here uh, when I was looking at your bio that you are the creator of TMR. And so tell us what that is, first of all, and what was your purpose in doing that, you know, creating this type of therapy and has it helped? How has it helped the treatment of your, your clients and your patients? Well, first I'll say I haven't done any empirical studies on, on my technique, but I can tell you that the technique has helped people become more comfortable in their bodies and it's an embodiment practice of breathing of moving of tapping of body drumming and it starts off subtle and moves to the more bombastic movement for release of stuck 
energy and emotion because we know that emotions live in the body. So the transformational movement is a way to be active in moving those stuck emotions out of the physical body. So you have to be open. Someone has to be open. And usually people that come to see me, they know who I am and how I, how I work. So they're open to doing body drumming, tapping, bilateral stimulation, acupressure points, and things of that nature. Okay. So... <laughs> That's great. With that said, when they come to you, your services, you practice out of what? Creative Wellness Solutions or how does that work? Yes. So since COVID, I've been working virtually. I've always had, I've had Creative Wellness Solutions since 1989, actually. So that's the umbrella that I always use if I were doing workshops or speaking engagements and things of that nature. So now I've moved into that this is my full-time venture. So I'm no longer associated with any entity except for the Center for Mind-Body Medicine. But Creative Wellness Solutions is my for-profit consulting business. Okay. So then... Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. So yeah. is it here? Is it here in this area? Or, or? Well, it's me in the virtual world. In the virtual world. Okay. And, yeah, in the virtual world. So I do keynote presentations. I do trainings. I do small groups. I do workshops. Over COVID, it's interesting because... Uh, a couple technology companies reached out for me to do mindfulness and self-care workshops for their employees. Okay. Uh, school systems have reached out. I did a keynote for Cal State Fullerton. I, I love that I can be virtual now. Mm-hmm. I do go out on I do go out on on site on occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So have you marketed yourself to corporate America? It would seem like now might be the time that corporate America might, this post-COVID era might be, well, we're not post-COVID by any stretch of the imagination, but you know what I mean, post-vaccines and all that, where people are coming out now and we're, it's been two years and people are understanding the psychological aspects of employees, employers, and so forth, and maybe market yourself to corporate America like they used to do, you know, during the days of Affirmative Act, you know, right. where people used to go out and market themselves as Affirmative Action, you know, experts to corporate America. Just a thought. Well, it, it has been wonderful, the presentations that I've had an opportunity to make to corporate America, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am currently looking for someone to support me in the marketing because I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing I'm doing the work so mm-hmm. I don't always get out there to find the work. Fortunately people have mm-hmm. found me. People mm-hmm. have right. found me. Yeah. Uh-huh. That that's been a gift that people have found me. But you're you're right, Doctor D. I I need to get on the program and push the push my marketing because I do have some wonderful uh-huh. programs. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> if you I, if do. I do say so. Yes, you do. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. You know, and now is the time. Now, you know, sometimes it's, it's the right time, and I'm just saying this is something that's really needed, you know, as a niche marketing for you. Yes, and the other piece of that is that I've done a lot of anti-racism work. My dissertation was in multicultural counseling competencies. Mm-hmm. So I, okay. com- I come from my training based on my own research, based mm. on cultural competence and how we develop that. And now I don't necessarily mm-hmm. use the word competence, but cultural humility. Uh-huh. Mm. So okay. I've, yeah, I've done some consultations with people out in the Pacific Southwest. I okay. have given some lectures and workshops using poetry as a, mm-hmm. a gateway to allyship, building allyship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been interesting. Great. That's great. Great. Let's talk about, we can't not talk about your books, your poetry. So you got, I see you have a new book. What is it? Word Medicine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. So I, uh, back when I was working at the the clinic, I had helped to put together this integrative pain management program. And one day, one of my participants fell out and went unresponsive right in the middle of group. Mm. Doctors came in, the nurses came in, and I just stood over her, sat, well, sat, leaned down next to her, and I just started 
reciting the affirmations that we had been working on together. And the nurse said to me, well, what are you doing? I said, I'm just reminding her of her affirmations. And then the nurse looked at me and she said, well, if you write those down, I'll buy that book. And I said, okay, I'll write that. I'll write that this weekend. And that's what that's what I did. I, I went home and over three days, it was like a stream of consciousness mm-hmm. that these affirmations and short poems just came. And then I set it aside, didn't look at it again until last year. A friend of mine said, don't you have a little project that you haven't finished that you Mm -hmm. want to get out there in the world? Uh Oh my gosh. I said, yes. Word word medicine is time. Mm -hmm. So on Juneteenth, Juneteenth, it was published on Juneteenth because it's about freedom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about freedom. So I want to do an experiment mm-hmm. with the two of you. Okay. So I want okay. you I want you to pick a number anywhere between 10 and 130. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just tell me your number. Okay. Mine's is 8. Okay. 35. Okay. 8 and 35. All right. So now I'm going to the Word Medicine book, and I'm going to go to page 8. Although, Vicki, I did say between 10 and 100. Okay. Well, I got to do another one. Okay. Okay. Between 10 and 100. Yeah, between 10 and 130. Okay, so do 20. Okay, you go to 20. All right, so I'm going to go to page 20 and see what's on page 20 for you. Because this is how I tell people to use the book. Just open it up Hmm. and see what's there. Hmm. And and yours is very simple, Vicki. Yours says, I attend to my needs first and foremost. I prioritize myself. Okay, that's hmm. that's it, huh? Yeah, so just, you know, so these are just very short statements. And then I ask people, does that resonate? Yes, it does. I need yeah. to I need to do that. That's it, huh, huh? That's right. I'm going to tell my honey sweet in the household. <laughs> <laughs> and right. the household, that's, right? And the household. That's what, yeah, that's and the household. Yeah, so that's, that's your word medicine for today. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. okay, Dr. D, you said page 35. 35. Okay, so here's yours. I take time to pause and listen deeply to what my body and mind need most in this moment. And I honor what I hear. Mm-hmm. And I so, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so this is something to support mm-hmm. your journey, something for you to mm-hmm. reflect on, to say, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm mm-hmm. not listening to my body. How can I, mm-hmm. how can I shift, how can I shift mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how mm-hmm. I, t- I tell people that this word medicine book isn't a book to sit down and read cover to cover. It's not a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What it is are just short poems and affirmations to inspire and support our journey, which mm. can be a challenging journey. Yes, right. it can. Yes, it can. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then this is great. I want you to tell folks how to get these books, where to go. And then after that, I want you to summarize what we've talked about, what mindfulness tips we can practice today, you know, and every day to, you know, decrease our stress that's out there and to help us to get back to healing and harmony and balance. But first, tell us about where we can go and get the books. Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah, the books are, uh, both books um, are on Amazon, or you can go to my website. There's a link on my website, which is drkelliek.com, drkelliek.com. So either, you know, through either of those modes and for workshops, I'm doing workshops around this book as well. Okay. So if people want want workshops or Uh companies want presentations, all of Uh that can be, uh, it's all on the website. That's all on the website. Oh, great. Poetry, prose, and miscellaneous musing, that's on Amazon as well. Okay. So if you go to Amazon, both of those are, are there. What I'll say about mindfulness is that mindfulness takes you out of the worry and anxiety of the future, and out of the depression and regret of the past. Mindfulness is an opportunity to come into the moment without judgment, suspending judgment. A wonderful mindfulness practice is to just simply take a look around your room. So engage in that right now, taking a look around your room and just naming five things that you see. I see my blue curtains. I see the red flowers. I see the white door. So noticing Mm -hmm. your surroundings and calling those items by name. And you reflect on that 
and say, ha, huh, what else was I thinking about when I was naming those items? The answer is probably nothing. Mm-hmm. You weren't thinking about anything else except observing your environment and naming it. So that's, that's one way. And then you can take that a step further and say, what am I hearing? Both outside of my window and inside. What am I hearing? What are the sounds that I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. And focusing mm-hmm. on those sounds, letting yourself really be submerged, intertwined with those mm-hmm. sounds. That'll bring you back into a state of mindfulness. Another simple technique is to follow your breath, is to follow your breath. Follow the path of your breath as you inhale, feeling that inhale fully and completely and following that breath as you exhale, softening the shoulders, softening the trunk of the body. Uh Uh The breath is the best focal point for meditation. Paying attention to the rise and fall of your belly, hearing your breath, and feeling it. Wonderful way to meditate. And also journaling. Mm, what am yes. I feeling? What am I feeling right now in mm-hmm. this moment? And writing that down and then writing down what am I grateful for mm-hmm. in this moment? And another aspect is what is going well right now? What is going well for me right now? Mm-hmm. So having some present moment awareness and the journaling also helps you to be aware of your emotions. I do a lot of, I, this is a lot of work that I do with companies mm-hmm. on, the, on their lunch mm-hmm. hours. I do a lot, I do mm-hmm. a lot of lunch, lunch and learn. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and this is what we do. We do the writing practices. We, we do all of that. It's, okay. it's very accessible. I, I work on what is accessible for mm-hmm. us, that we don't have to go get much, you know, equipment. We don't, we don't need the cushion to sit on and cross right. our legs. We right. can go outside and feel the earth underneath our feet. We can feel all four edges of our feet, bring that into our awareness. What does that feel like? So bringing the mind and the body together. That's mindfulness meditation. All right. That is awesome. Thank you for coming and joining us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Yes, we're going to close at this time with with you, Dr. Kelly. Any other things you want to tell us? The only other thing I'll say is I want to thank you both for what you do in the world, how you contribute to the health and wellness of the masses. Thank you for having me here, and I wish everyone wellness and mindful moments of joy. All right. Back at you. That's it. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Now, this ends our show, Dee. So do you have some tips that we should think about? You know, this was such a timely topic, and it was just so interesting to hear Dr. Kirksey today talk about, you know, those things that she has incorporated, not just recently, but throughout her career, about, you know, relaxation and, um, getting your you into yourself. I mean, one of the things that I didn't mention it to her was that she uses a lot of drums, and she was talking about how she brought a West African or an African young man, and her mom did. And I was thinking back on how, you know, you teach African dance, and the whole mm-hmm. African mind, I shouldn't, I don't want to make people a monolith, but in a lot, and I learned this from Professor Al Bright, mm-hmm. A lot of the African culture is about nature and mindfulness and yes. getting into your feelings. And you know that from West African dancing, and I know that from the art and, and all of that. So it was just interesting to see how she incorporates all of that into her practice. It's up and moving and, you know, not just talking to somebody, but the holistic approach to, to that. I thought it was just fascinating. Yes, and I love that. Ooh, yes. I also love that. She, you know, really talked about how we can practice mindfulness just where we are. We don't have to pull out the blanket and the, the this and the that. All we, all we have to just do. Dri- just driving in your car. You just, know? just driving in your car. All we have to do uh, is to take that time and go, you know, what, what do I hear right now in this moment? And then name that, you know? Yeah, I found that fascinating. Just. You know, look around you and, you know, and then I like the, the little exercise that she did about look around the room. Can you name five things or, you know, those kinds of things. And then I really enjoyed her talking about her book, which, you know, I, I find it's just it's great. So, yeah, this was, it was wonderful. Yeah, just a wonderful show. I 
want folks to make sure you go to Amazon, um, get a copy of her book, Poetry Books. Her first one is Word Medicine, and then her second book, Poetry, Prose, and Miscellaneous Musings. And as always, for more information, go to our website, vickidofitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com.